So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day, got a wonderful from Jonathan West, a five-star. It says, uh, this course combined with the Certified Listing Agent course has gotten me ready for my next listing. Thank you. Thank you, Jonathan West, five stars. And congratulations, Jonathan, on that and the Certified Listing Agent. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast, so give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, Rockstar Nation, I got a great guest coming out of Tucson, Arizona. First timer, Mr. Tony Array Baker. Tony, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Woohoo! Thanks, Pat. Glad to be here. Hey, Tony, why don't you uh, give us a little rundown on yourself so we can get to know you a little bit here. Okay. Uh, it's my 25th anniversary coming up here in real estate. And my whole business uh, in real estate was about creating the life that I wanted and fitting real estate into that life. And so I started out a little slower than most <laughs> and went right after building a really strong foundation with people in my community and taking care of them. And that has resulted in a very nice business for me. I get uh, the balance that I want, which is six vacations a year. We work Monday through Friday, nine to five. I don't typically work on weekends unless we have somebody special in, from, you know, special in town and they need us to work on a weekend. Um, so we have a really nice balanced life. And I, it was uh, my best friend, died in early age and that's what i learned was i had to have balance because we can't count on tomorrow so yeah well well i want to dig deep in deeper into that if you're okay with that because i think yeah. most most agents are workaholics and most agents are out of balance <laughs> and uh, and so i think you'll be able to add some insight so but but before we get into that let's talk about uh, some nitty-gritty like uh, what so like how many houses have you sold in the last 12 months so we helped, last year we helped 53 people buy homes, uh, buy or sell homes. And is that what you wanted? Yeah, 53. <laughs> that's awesome. Is, is that just, is it just you? Are you like a single uh, agent or do you have a team? Uh, no, me and my partner. And then we have three part-time helpers that are independent contractors that help us out. Okay. So it's kind of like yeah. two agents and, and yeah. three VAs basically. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Okay. Or and one then, and a half. <laughs> Three part-timers. 1.5. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Cool. And what was your ECI, like your ego commission income on that, those 53 deals last year? Uh, gross income came in around 420,000. 420. Okay. Yeah. And a little change. And then what was your, uh, what's your profit margin? So our expenses ran 137,000 last year. I boosted my advertising up about seven grand. So that was a little higher than normal. And I'll be taxed on 283. 
Yeah, I appreciate the candor. So let's say 300, you know, which is great. All right. So listings versus buyers, where are you at? Uh, we run about 60% buyers and 40% listings right now. <laughs> we have a very good, uh, strong structure on incoming leads based on my ability to be a nerd and build my own websites. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, okay. And, and so let's, and then how does, how does it work with a partner? Is it like, how do you pay yourselves? I guess is the question. Like if you do a deal versus they do a deal, you know, everybody does this differently. So Darren uh, is my partner in business and my life partner. So oh, okay. pretty much like oh. a husband wife team. Got we, it. Uh, do everything together, and it's uh, super easy for us as far as income. You know, because it's all coming into one household. I got you. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter who did it. You got each other's backs, and yeah, that's the easiest partnership, right? Because right. Your money's my money. As long as you both get along and uh, can work together and always be together, you're good. <laughs> and, and that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I have. I know some couples that would not be able to work together. <laughs> so. Well, I think I've never worked with my wife, and I think that it, it would be difficult. I mean, we probably learn how to do it, but but yeah, I know it takes. It's it's special to be able to do that. So let's talk about that. Like, uh, how did you? How do you split up, you know, the job between the two of you? Does he do certain things and you do certain things or? Yeah, that took a couple of years of, uh, Darren came into the business with me about six years ago, full time. And it took a couple of years to figure out uh, what he liked and what he would excel at and where our highest and best use was for each of us. And what it came down to was, my love of life in real estate is photography, marketing, advertising, and talking to clients incoming on, on leads. So what we did was is decided it was more efficient to have Darren on anything that involved a vehicle. So <laughs> if there's a home inspection, buyer showings, somebody needs to be let in, Darren's in a car, Darren is out on the streets working on the field. And then I stay in the office most of the time and uh, work on marketing, advertising, planning, helping the team uh, that we talked about and doing the fun stuff that I love, the nerd stuff, building websites and creating new toys. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You know, you get one inside, one outside. That's it. Yeah. Right? And anything, it anything outside the house, right? You, you want to be working in your pajamas, you know, if yeah. you, can, you know, I do get dressed, but yes, I get <laughs> <laughs> just in case, because I, I may. There's always times uh, I may need to run out of the house, but it, we're most efficient when I, we do have offices in our homes and we have them set up as offices. So when I'm at the house, I, it's easy for me just to be in the office and working. If he needs something, he has somebody at a computer he can call in. And then my team is some of them, one of them's in Washington and is remote. So it is easier for me to always have a computer and be able to answer questions for anybody who's asked, you know, needs me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. All right, cool. So let's talk about, so first of all, let me just break that down. You got three part-time uh, like virtual assistants, right? And uh, why three part-time? Why not just one badass full-time? Why'd you break it up? How did you break it up? I always believe that you look at the, it, I believe like if you look at a football field, you want to take the big picture. There's there's the guy up in the blimp that can oversee everything that's happening. There's the traffic coming into the arena. 
there are the uh, football players on the field. There's the coaches on, you know, the sidelines. And then you've got the owners in the special VIP boxes. And there's that guy in the blimp up there that can see everything that's happening. And when you look at the football player and you look at the coach, that's two completely different jobs. And you really need to look at what your highest and best use is with each person. And I think we fail when we ask people to do things we expect them or want them to do, but that's not part of their personality and that's not something that they're good at so my uh our transaction coordinator has been with us for 24 years and she's great at understanding how to make sure that those files are complete that we get paid on time all the the uh paperwork is done and that's what she she likes that's where she excels i could not ask her to come up with a marketing plan or to create facebook posts so that's why she does what she does okay uh, yeah. And then my other guy, one of my other things I love to do is help train them to something that they love and hopefully that they can go out in the world and leave me someday and create their own business. And one of my guys, James, who's phenomenal, he came in and I started working on my websites with me so I could hand off some of the uh, website building that I was doing. And he fell in love with writing code and he's become a master code writer now. And he can do pretty much anything you can throw at him. So he works on our internet stuff. And then we have a, a great guy named Gonzo and Gonzo is right now working on stuff we need to do with social media, follow up on emails, um, incoming leads and things like that. He is, none of them are licensed agents. They are all working on things to do with the public that gets them to me. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, I, I like that philosophy, um, you know, with, uh, with my podcast and Rebus university, I have several, you know, assistants that I've never physically shaken their hand before. And, you know, I have found that having somebody part-time, you know, that, that only does certain things, right, and is highly responsible for those certain things, um, rather than, and having a couple of these people, rather than just one person that does it all, uh, tends to be more economical, number one, uh, because they they tend to be independent contractors, like you say, you can you know you can you save money that way, right? Taxes and and, and everything else, and um, you could play them through portals and things like that. You don't have to have a payroll service, so to speak. And then right. they tend, and and this is maybe I'm wrong, but this is how I feel of the last five years or so in in hiring, you know, part time VAs is that uh, they get, they get more done. They're more they're more efficient with their time because they're not distracted by 8 million things. Right. Well, and also, for example, my assistant, she loves doing pet sitting. And so we helped her start a pet sitting service back in the day. And she's become very renowned in Tucson for her pet sitting services. So my only thing is for her is work any amount of hours you need, any time you want to work. And um, as long as the files are done, we're all happy. I don't need you sitting in an office or a space at any point where we can, you can go anywhere you need just to get the files done. So it gives her the freedom to run her own business and have a happy life. That's that balance that we go back to, which is she can do what she needs to do. And she still knows she has income and some security coming in from us if she's, you know, completing our files. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about that balance if we could a little bit like, like, you know, here's kind of the hero's journey of how most agents finally get balance. And, and a lot of them, uh, it, it doesn't work like this, but you would hope and they hope 
that it does work like this. And I think a lot of times it doesn't work like this. So if, I, I hope I'm not making nonsense here, but what happens is they think that they go in and they're going to, they're going to kick ass for 10 years or five years or whatever it is. They're going to take every lead they can. They're going to be a junkyard dog. And then they're going to reach a certain pinnacle. And at that point, then they're going to start slowing down, right? Then they're going to start, start, you know, taking weekends off and not working past five and taking six vacations a year, just like you. And unfortunately, they've built such a strong muscle and such a strong habit that they never get there, right? Right. And, 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 and some of that may be financial. <laughs> some of that um, may just be because they're addicted to the work. And you, on the other hand, it sounds like you, from day one, said, you know, I am going to have a balanced life. Am, am I right with that? Or tell me about that. And tell me about your friend. And I'm, I'm sorry to have you bring up the story, yeah. but I think it'd be, it, it's relevant. No, it is relevant. Uh, relevant. The, uh, you know, at an early age, I was, there's always something great from, from bad things. If you find, if you look for it. And I think that was really, I'm thankful for the, uh, the fact that I realized what had happened there was I needed to look at today as the only thing I have. How old were you? 28. 28. Yeah. And so I remember telling my business coach, I I just didn't want to do real estate the way everybody else was doing it. And I was super disappointed in the fact that I graduated from real estate school and only knew how to pass that test. (laughs) So I uh, called business coach and he said, let's design the life you're looking for. And I said, well, I really want balance because I want to enjoy every moment so that if I'm gone, there's no regrets. And my family knows I had a great life. And so that's what we did. We set out to, I was, you know, slow out of the shoot. I have to tell you, I didn't sell a house for the very first year I did real estate. I was, I worked, I went backwards and started going to every class I could take. And I started building systems. How do I create something that's going to last forever and generate leads? Even if I'm in Greece for 30 days, those leads are going to still come in. Wow. And that's, so we created a, you know, I, I created systems at that time to make sure that and I, I could travel. And one of the things we do now is we get to go to Europe once or twice a year. We typically go three weeks to four weeks at a time. And the business still moves forward as normal without us being here. And that's a big deal because I, I do have other people who depend on us to create that business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you still sell 53 houses. And you got you, you to grease 30 days at a time. I mean, most people would take three or four months to get to catch up from that like how do you do it yeah we um when we were in greece last time we sold nine homes while we were in greece how funny um so what i always do is i bring in a uh, an agent that i have so i train agents here in tucson and i'm well known i've been teaching marketing and advertising and real estate for the last uh probably 15 years train agents like at your brokerage or on the board of realtors level or that how do you do that I actually do free classes for agents uh, wherever they want me. So I just had had 100 agents last week at the Tucson Association of Realtors. I stood up and taught them for three hours. And um, I, we do all different types of classes for whoever asks. It's my way of giving back to the community and creating relationships so that I know who these folks are when we're in contracts. And it's been really nice. I forgot what we were talking yeah, about. So when you're in Greece for a month, <laughs> yeah, you, oh. you bring you bring a young agent in or, uh, you know, and, Some, and how do you compensate them? What do you have them do? That sort of thing. 
Yeah, someone who I know is uh, that I've worked with through training. A lot of them will excel in my classes, and I can tell that they're on the right track, and they're they're going to speak well with my clients and so forth. And then I'll have that person take over, and then we pay them a percentage, um, an agreed percentage on every transaction that closes for them. So I'll, typically like a referral fee of 25, 30%, depending on the amount of work I'm going to ask them to do. And they take the client through the process. Mind you though, the minute they're done showing property with that client, that it's going to go into my assistant's hands for processing paperwork. So they get to be out of that component and they don't have to do any marketing and advertising. They're just, all I want them focused on is making sure the client gets through inspections or whatever's needed at that point. So I make sure I have somebody good and I've never had a problem finding someone when we leave. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, I mean, it's free money for them really, you know what I mean? Cause your, your nine deals were probably all solid referrals and, and you were, uh, were you involved at all? I mean, were you like FaceTiming the people and just, you know, once in a while or talking to them or were you like out of the loop completely for 30 days? Um, I check in in the mornings with my assistant uh, for one hour from um, a little restaurant on the beach in Greece, and I, it's a dial-up and it's hysterical, and I check in with her <laughs> on FaceTime. What? Um, <laughs> so, what? What? Where? Where in Greece do you go? We've been to Crete two or three times, but um, also Santorini for visits and uh, Athens, of course. But I've been. That's just one place we've, we've been, we're traveling all over europe checking things out to see what we love that's awesome that's that's uh, that's on my bucket list actually but on my bucket list is spend a month in a house on a cliff in greece okay that was my bucket list that was my item so that's and i totally believe in that bucket list and i wanted to do that since i was nine years old and i don't know why but i've always thought about it so when my uh, birthday came up a few years ago darren said what do you want to do? And I said, you know, I've always wanted to do 30, you know, days in Greece on, on an island. And I always had that cliff idea as well, where you see the pretty little white houses all down the side of a mountain. Ironically, in Crete, there's not a, there's not the cliff there. I wasn't on a cliff. I was yeah, on the beach. No, but I, I like, yeah, the beach. Yeah. The same idea, the walking to the coffee shop and, and you know what I mean? And just like, you know, being in barefoot or whatever, you know what I mean? And just buying your groceries at the, at the local market that for just that day, cause they're so fresh, you know what I mean? And then go, that's, that's, yeah, we, that's, Yep, we did that. Fell in love with the family and their family and their extended family. And then we went back and then we've seen them and the babies and we've become very close to these folks. And it's, it's, a, it's a different way to travel. We travel with a backpack only and we don't make reservations typically for rooms. And we jump trains and we're spontaneous and we see the world and we stay at people's houses that we meet on the road. And uh, it's just a different way to travel. Wait a minute. So, so, and it's in the so moment. Clearly, you can't do that every time, every night, can you? I mean, you just no, no, no. We so what we do is we get a yeah. Our first room is reserved when we land into Europe because usually you're thirty hours door to door before you get someplace, so you need a room. And then what we do is we either decide to stay in that location and um, continue at that hotel or an Airbnb, and then we start um, jumping trains to go where we want to see. Yeah, no, I love so, that stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And, and yeah, it's been I, a great, I, great know, way to live. I'm a big believer in the culture, of, you know, meeting, meeting people and staying with people. And, and it's, 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 a, it's, it's, a, it's the best way to get the culture. Convincing my wife of that's a little yeah. hard. Like we're getting ready to go to Switzerland for about 11 days and we're going to go to f like five different spots. 
And I'm like, okay, we got to negotiate. Like how many of these can we stay at Airbnbs where we could like meet people and hang out in a, someone's house and how many of them are hotels? So she won, she, she's, we got three hotels and, and two people's, you know, Airbnbs. So <laughs> I got, I got two at least out of five places we're going to stay in uh, Switzerland. So, so anyways, okay. So and let's Airbnbs. Get- I was yeah. because the Airbnbs are the way to travel uh, just for the fact that you will be in a little neighborhood with little store owners who will, I mean, it's a great way to travel. You just get to meet those people, which is really neat. Yeah. And that's what you remember. So, yeah. All right, cool. So let's get back to business. Yeah. And so I like that you set it up from the beginning. So let's talk about you. 25 years is a long time in the business. Certainly you've had some failures in, in, in your career. Can you tell me a story or two about a, a failure that you've had and what you learned from that so that our listeners can not make the same mistake? Chasing, I'll say my, the one failure that I think I could say was chasing the, the little cute, uh, shiny things. <laughs> Like Facebook comes out and I'm, and I'm a, such a nerd. I, that's such a cool, you know, platform. And I want to play in that platform and, oh, I'm going to get into advertising on the platform and spending money on advertising. And then at the end of the day, ironically, when I look back, I test everything for one year. And at the end of the day, we did a really great job at running posts and ads and all that fun stuff. And we upped our money on Facebook. But reality is I got far more gain by going live on Facebook, which was free, and by being me on Facebook, being authentic, and I got far more from that than I ever did by spending a penny on advertising on Facebook. And so I think that throwing money at things just because it's shiny and pretty, you got to be super careful about wasting that money. It's not, it's even... We run, my goal is 60% profit, 40% expenses. And that's a big goal. And we stick to that pretty tightly. And the reason is, is because I, I look at, I come from a point of a scrapper. I didn't have any money when I started in real estate. I had to figure it out and everything was, what can I do as least expensive as possible that gives me the most power to get out in front of people and be me and attract them to me. And so even one of my classes is called Marketing on a Dime, and I teach people all the different things I do that cost little or no money to market and get out in front of folks. You don't have to, I'm not a guy who wants to do cold calls. I'm not a guy who door knocks, and I'm not going to buy leads. (laughs) It's just never been done. It's not my thing. It's right for other people, but it's not right for me. It doesn't feel good in my heart. And so I knew that and I had to work a different direction. And that was, how do I get in front of the people who already like, love, and trust me? And, and, ha- and tell us how you do that. I do a lot of different things, actually. One of the things we do to get in front of our social people is I have a, an, a list of all the things I do throughout the year uh, to keep me on track. For example, I look at this, the different ways you're going to stay in front of your clientele, and I believe you have to stay where they are. So your clients, your friends, they're all on Facebook. They're in emails. They have phones. They do text messaging. They pick up their snail mail. And they go out. And so I take those six things and I make sure we're seeing them in those six places all throughout the year. So I schedule a text message twice a year that's going to go out, for example. I schedule to see them all in person every year. I schedule to make sure they get an email every month. I schedule to make sure they see me all the time on Facebook and in that realm. And we call them on the phone. So I'm using all the different systems they use. And making sure that I'm around all of them at that in those different arenas, it keeps me top of mind. 
and keeps my relationships with them. And then the referrals are genuine and authentic and they're happy to send folks to us. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, I love it. And I, uh, all those points. And, you know, it fits your soul, right? It fits your soul. Um, so yeah. let, let, let's say you're giving advice to a brand new agent, Tony. What, 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 like, what advice would you give to yourself in, in, in your first week of, on the job now that you're 25 years deep in the business? I, I go right back to Michael Gerber and the E-Myth. You got to be 60% working on that business and then 40% in it, if, especially if you're on your own. And that 60% means marketing and advertising is priority every single day. And for new agents, it's uh, maybe that's getting leads. Maybe that is paying for leads. But I would have, if I'm paying for leads and I'm good at converting those leads, I'm only going to do that for a certain amount of time because I'm, the expense on leads is, is so high, the profitability is not great. So... I'm going to take, let's say I bought them from a major website. I'm going to take those leads and I'm going to know that I have a system in place to start creating a referral source from a raving fan after we close because I've spent my profit on the lead. So what I'm going to do is make sure that we have systems in place to take care of that person so that they're going to tell all of their circle of friends. And I'm going to start building that center of influence referral source that I you know, would want for that foundation we talked about. Okay, great. And and besides, you know, just Facebook going live in Facebook, uh, you know, when it comes to technology, right, regarding apps, right, on your phone, regarding systems that you might use by software that you're paying for, that sort of thing. Can you list out like some new and exciting ones or what you're using now? <laughs> new and exciting? <laughs> that are free? <laughs> that are free. Yeah. I love, one of the things I love that I... um Oh, I got to figure out what the name is. It's called Tape a Call. Tape I, a Call. Okay. Tape a Call. And it's a, it's a big black circle with a red center. And one of the problems I had was when leads were coming in, I realized that I was trying to take notes on a notepad. And the guy says, three bedrooms, two baths, yard for the dogs. I just found out that my wife is pregnant. And he's telling me his story. And I'm trying to write as quickly as I can. And the reality is, is that I'm missing half of what's, what he's saying because I'm trying to catch up because my pen doesn't work as quick as my mind. And so what I started to get frustrated was that I wasn't being in the moment with this person. And then I stopped using the notepad and trying to remember everything. And as soon as I would hang up from that guy, the phone rang and I forgot what we said. So that wasn't helping. So, so wait a minute. So, so it taped it and then you could just listen to it. Well, so then I found tape a call and it tapes my, it records my entire conversation. And when we hang up, it lets me label it with the person's name. And now I can go back and listen to the recording for all the details. But when I'm with that person on the phone, I'm 100% in the moment with them and hearing the pain and hearing the happy and hearing the emotion and being part of their lives on that conversation. And that is huge for conversion because... Mm -hmm. And, and you don't have to tell them, right? Or do you, are you supposed to? No, I mean, no, and it depends, I guess, on the state. In Arizona, only one person has to know they're being recorded. But the reality is, is this recording never goes anywhere. It's only for me to recall all the information we discussed so that I'm really clear on all the things they need in the home and what their goals are when they arrive. We do a ton of incoming relocation from other cities so my business was one about 90 percent referral for the majority of 
of the, my life prior to internet. And then when the internet came to be, I built my very first website and started figuring out how to put forms and things on the website and how to convert folks off of the internet. And so now my business is actually probably about 70% referral and 30% internet. No, that's, that, 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 that's a good one because I think the majority of agents, you know, talk these days to so many people that literally, you know, a month later, they can get a call from Tony Ray Baker and be like, who the hell is Tony Ray Baker? Especially <laughs> it's like, hey, it's Tony Ray Baker. And you're like, who the hell is Tony Ray Baker? But now you got it on tape call. Can you search by the name? Yeah. Um, yes, I have. I label them. You can label them. Label them. Yeah. So you I label, label them with their name and phone number so I can track them back. The other thing you can do is, of course, save that uh, MP file. It's an MP4. Yeah. MP. No, it's an audio file. Sorry. It's yeah. an audio file. You can save that to their uh, file on your computer. And I use iMazing, which because um, I have an iPhone. So I use iMazing and iMazing backs up my entire iPhone, whereas the iPhone cloud only backs up some of it. So I use iMazing and it um, backs up all my text messages with those clients as well. And then those text messages and the audio file go into their client file. So we can track back anytime we need. We can track that client back and make sure we knew everything that was said and done and helps also for any issues you may have that you need to resolve. You have all of that backup data. Well, and, and so, and just so people listening know, because that that may be something you're not aware of, that the iCloud does what what doesn't it back up? Well, so text message has always been a sore source for me because our consumer right now isn't you leaving voicemails anymore, and I don't like leaving them either. But everybody wants to text. So at the end of the day, when you have a thread full of text messages from a client, those are things that should be recorded into their file because if something were to happen in six years and you needed to recall the conversation, you would not be able to. So when I found iMazing, iMazing actually pulls the entire text for every single client you've had and it actually um, lets you copy paste it and put it into the file. So You know, you know what? You know what? It's, here's something funny. Like literally like a month ago, I had a text conversation and I said, I want to keep this, right? I won't get into details, but I said, I want to keep yeah. it, right? So you <laughs> and so I Googled, I Googled how to, you know, cut and paste a text from an iPhone 10 into, you know, a Word doc. And yeah. the only, the only answer, and I looked at like five or six different entries of where people ask this question, was to take a snapshot of your screen. Yeah, try to and screenshot every section. Every every section, it took like an hour. You know what yeah. I mean? It took like an hour. It's ridiculous. So no one knew about, uh, obviously on these message boards, no one knew about uh, iMazing. So that's, a, that's a great one. Yeah, It's a definite iPhone product. The other thing you can do on an iPhone is you can hold down the arrow at the bottom of the text screen. You can hold your finger on the first text and it'll say more and you can click on the more button. And it'll actually allow you to forward the entire text thread to yourself on an email. It will be broken because it will not show time and date stamp, which is the problem I had was I wanted all the days and times of those conversations because you have 30 or 45 days with the client in that text thread. So you can get all the text, but you can't get the time and date. So iMazing is a really cool product and it is on your desktop. So it's really nice. It's easy to see and just plug in your iPhone and it backs everything up for you. Yeah, those are two good ones. Two yeah. good ones. So, all right. So let's jump into your free gift, Tony. So uh, as you know, everybody that comes on the show brings a free gift. And what we're going to do with this sucker is we're going to put it 
in Tony's uh, show notes. And uh, this will be easy for you guys to remember, but it's going to be hybendigital.com backslash Tony Ray Baker. It's T-O-N-Y-R-A-Y Baker, B-A-K-E-R. That's hybendigital.com backslash Tony Ray Baker. I'm going to put his Facebook on there, his, his you know, social media, his email. If you guys want to send him a referral in Tucson, Arizona, he's a guy to go to and everything. It'll all be on there. And of course, I'll put the uh, put his uh, free gift there as well. So what did you bring us today? So I put a couple things in the system for you. There's my brain map, <laughs> which is shows everything I do in my marketing and it's in bubble form and colors. So it's really easy. It's graphic to look at. I designed it so you could see what was happening. Tells you what to do with sellers, tells you what I do with my COI and how I use the internet. So that's the marketing and advertising I do. Then I also put these, it's a two-page document. It's my marketing list of things that I set up for the entire year. And it's the form I created that I use to make sure that I'm attending networking events, that I have speaking engagements, I'm texting my folks. It keeps me on track each month. And so I put that 12-month form on there for them to fill in. And they can use that then to pick and choose which items they want to be consistent with and start a plan of what they're going to do to constantly market because you have to stay consistent on marketing and advertising. That stops that roller coaster. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, I appreciate that, guys. Several gifts here. So um, that'll all be in, in Tony's uh, show notes. And also I'll put it on uh, in the agent success toolbox with all the other tools from other guests. And if you want to get the toolbox, you certainly go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or just text the word toolbox to 444-999. Tony, look, if I'm ever in Tucson, uh, we will definitely get together and break some bread, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Pat. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, if you're not a member of our free Facebook group, go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio right on Facebook and join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers. And I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.